Are you struggling for time? Do you find yourself thinking or even saying out loud, I'm so busy, I'm so overwhelmed with many tasks, there's just too many distractions that I cannot get to focus my time on things that are important to me. I just don't have enough time. These are all valid thoughts and concerns, but I encourage you to pause for a while and reflect on your relationship with time. Scholars Unbound is a bi-monthly podcast or video series that showcases the voices of scholars who know no boundaries when it comes to the pursuit of knowledge. You will hear insights from their experiences as international scholars and how these influence their research, hoping to inspire future scholars to be fearless, global, and unbound. I'm your host, Dalia Simangan. Recently, I was listening to an episode of the Making Sense with Sam Harris podcast, and that episode features Oliver Berkman's philosophy on time management, based on his book, 4,000 Weeks, Time Management for Mortals. My relationship with time is still a work in progress, but Berkman eloquently put into words how I view the limited time I have in this world as a mortal. He said that the most fundamental issue that many of us encounter when it comes to time management is that we are unwilling to face the reality of our finitude. As he said, we are finite creatures in a sea of endless possibilities. And to accept our finitude amidst an infinite time is empowering. At first, it seems powerless to think that I cannot get everything done, that I will never ever get everything done because once I have some stuff done, I will aspire to do some other stuff that need to be done. But this recognition of my finitude, this makes whatever I choose to do with my time more meaningful. Instead of my time being controlled by the invisible hands of tasks, obligations, and deadlines, I take back my time by choosing how I spend it and be okay with the fact that once I choose something, there will be other things that I had to let go. And as an existentialist would say, even the choice of not choosing at all also matters. Because of my finitude, my choices are also finite, which is not a bad thing if I really think about it because it makes my choices matter. It makes my choices more intentional and more meaningful. Of course, there are economic factors, social and cultural factors that come into play when thinking about our relationship with time. Perhaps we need more money, we need to fulfill some social obligations, We need to respect some cultural norms, and these are all important. But for this episode, I just want to focus on our relationship with time in academia. In particular, our time spent on teaching, meetings, research, and writing. I think I've mentioned in this podcast before that I really enjoy managing my calendar. I keep a digital calendar attached to my email account, and I also keep a paper calendar in my notebook. I also have a to-do list, which I find satisfying to accomplish at the end of every day. Early in my career, I get so upset with myself whenever there's a task left unticked, whenever I move activities in my calendar, and the most anxiety-inducing one is 
whenever I had to cram something just to meet a deadline. I believe it was very rare for me not to meet deadlines because I really thought I was so good at time management. I scheduled tasks in advance just in case something unexpected happened in between. But then I always felt panic whenever I see that buffer period getting slimmer closer to the deadline whenever I had to attend to more urgent tasks. So sometimes just to keep that buffer, I would work longer hours. I would add more working days just to make my calendar the way I planned it to be. And I've always been proud of being on time, of being able to manage my time wisely, and that whatever practice or habits I was doing were effective because I get to deliver my tasks on time. But my relationship with time is not just about delivering tasks, ticking the boxes, or feeling satisfied with how organized my calendar looks like. My relationship with time is not about how much I produce, but about feeling content with what I produce during my working hours. That is eight hours for me, considering that I really work during those hours. And it's about being okay and not feeling guilty or panicked whenever I don't finish whatever I thought I could finish in eight hours. I now accept that sometimes, if not often, I underestimate the number of hours I need for certain tasks. And if I underestimated those tasks, I try not to clock in more hours. It's easier said than done, I know, but I really try to just be okay with it and accept that next time I will have a better understanding of how much I can do. My relationship with time is no longer focused on productivity. I now recognize that there will always be too many tasks. And even after I finish these tasks, there will be new tasks that need to be done. Before, whenever I finish what I aim to finish and find myself having extra time, I will see what other tasks I can do. The more efficient I become, the more tasks I finish but it doesn't mean that I have more time. I just ended up with having more tasks. Efficiency could be higher productivity, but it doesn't equate to having more time. Time is constant and infinite, but I am not. And that means accepting what I cannot do with the limited time I have and celebrating what I chose to do among the choices I am fortunate to choose in this sea of endless possibilities. Flipping through my calendar in my notebook, I see that my teaching term is about to end and finally, I will have more time to focus on my research and writing, two months to focus on what I love most about being a scholar. And the past three months look really chaotic on paper. I see all the erasures of tasks that I move to the following days or weeks. I also see some days with scribbles spilling out of the margins. But these are reflections of the changes I made in my schedule, of the tasks I haven't completed yet, and most importantly, a reflection of my flexibility. Instead of obsessing with productivity and efficiency, my relationship with time is now about flexibility and humility. I am thankful for all the opportunities, the chances to work on important projects, and to collaborate with brilliant scholars. I am thankful for the opportunities I took 
And for those that I didn't, I'm still thankful for them because of them, I learned to appreciate more the value of the work I do. Work that is really valuable because I took the time to work on them because I chose them. And that in itself is empowering. And I'm okay with the fact that there are just some things that I cannot do, not because they are less important, but because I know that I get to do more quality work if the work fits in my number of hours. This change in mindset works for me. And I encourage you to also reflect on your relationship with time. Where does your time go? How do you want to spend your working hours? How can you limit distractions and improve your focus during your working hours? How can you minimize the dissatisfaction with the work that you don't like and maximize the joy out of the work that you really like? What parts of your schedule you can change and what tasks can be flexible? What deadlines can you push back and how urgent really are your urgent tasks? I understand that it's difficult to take control of our time, but it's easy to control what we fill in in our time. By recognizing our finitude, by accepting that we cannot do everything, by valuing those that we can do, these are the first steps for taking over our time instead of work taking over our lives. As I said, my relationship with time is still a work in progress, but I'm content with how it's progressing. I may still feel overwhelmed at times, but such feelings don't last as long as they used to be. I still clock in a couple of hours at night and on weekends, but I still see to it that I spend more time with what's important for my relationships in my life. I still get agitated sometimes when a flood of emails suddenly arrives in my inbox, but I no longer try answering those emails beyond my working hours. With these little tweaks in my work, I feel less distracted, more motivated, and overall content. After all, my relationship with time is a reflection of my relationship with myself. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please consider leaving a comment or rating at iTunes or any of your preferred podcast hosting platforms. For details about upcoming episodes and how to support the Scholars Unbound project, visit daliasimangan.com slash scholarsunbound with the link in our show notes.